Hello, this is Dr. Shiva. Welcome to our podcast, Get Educated or Be Enslaved. Episode 1004, air date December 22nd, 2021. Good evening, everyone. It's Dr. Shiva Ayadure. Um, I'm in Boston. It's a little bit cold here, and we have our very large building here. So I'm wearing a jacket today because um, we try to save on some heat. But anyway, I want to talk to you today about a probably the most important topic as we wrap up this year. And it's really the issue of the two wings of the establishment and really helping all of you get very clear in a very dispassionate way about Donald Trump, Biden, you know, the not so obvious establishment, the controlled opposition, as I've talked about probably over the last two or three years. Um, it was our movement, the Movement for Truth, Freedom and Health, which was the, really the first to expose the charlatans and, and the uh, controlled opposition like the Robert F. Kennedy, who frankly published a book, most of it taken from everything that I've talked about for the last two or three years. And as meanwhile, many of you know, he had a party at his home where people had to either come in showing that they're vaccinated or had to be tested. And we'll talk about these contradictions that these fellows do, or more recently, Trump, who I've met with a couple of times over the last 60 days. And definitely all these people may be wonderfully nice people. You know, I'm sure, you know, when I met with President Trump, he gave me a number of gifts. He, in fact, gave me a very nice gift that he rarely gives out, a very cordial. And I'm sure if you uh, met Joe Biden. I'm sure you could have a beer with him and probably be nice. He may, you know, pal around with you, may even sniff you. But the reality is that that's not what the issue is. And this is not an issue of how nice these people are or what you perceive them to be. It is about their actions. That's what this is about. And that's a uh, discussion we're going to have. And more importantly, as you many of you know, for the last year and a half, I've dedicated my life to really exposing the fact that elections are selections. And this was not something I did uh, just for the fun of it, but I was a victim of uh, election fraud right here in Massachusetts because it was a collusion between the Democrats and the Massachusetts GOP. And it is our movement, the Movement for Truth, Freedom and Health starting in September of 2020, which exposed that not only in Massachusetts, but nationwide, which hundreds of millions of people saw what happened in this country. And in fact, the the Save America PAC that 
President Trump or former President Trump runs and the RNC raised uh, over half a billion dollars using the analysis that my team and I did. And this is not about asking people to compensate me. This is not about asking for anything. I'm going to share with you the discussions I had with President Trump. I'm going to be very open with you about them. But this discussion today is really about you, okay? Uh, this discussion is whether you want to fight for you. That's what this is about. And whether you recognize that it's not about these personalities, it's not about either wing of the, of the establishment, because that's what they are. They're both wings of the same bird. And it's not about their minor differences, but it's about recognizing that they do not have your interest in any way near them. Everything that you see that we're gonna talk about is theater, is theater. The elections are selections. They choose either a Joe Biden, they choose either a Donald Trump or Obama or whoever it is. And this is an act that is being played out and you are the victim of this act. So in 2021, as we end 2021, as end 2022, the most important question for you is do you want to fight for you? As many of you know, I've dedicated my life in fighting many, many ways because of my own journey. And that has been A, to educate you on the immune system, to educate you on taking a system science approach on nearly every issue on this planet. It was, again, this movement which brought to a global level in a very profound way that elections are selections. And on every major issue, our movement for truth, freedom, and health has always been two to three years ahead of the curve. It was in November of 2019 that I did a series of videos saying beyond vax, anti-vax to educate all of you, the complexity of the immune system, the fact that there is no risk benefit analysis done. That is why the choice of whether you get jabbed or not is a personal decision. In March of 2020, it was this movement that first exposed Fauci long before the opportunist Rand Paul, wrong before the scumbag Robert Kennedy. And that's what he is, as you know, that I've been very critical of him. A bunch of liberal white elite women keep wanting to hang out with Kennedy. They give him their money. Maybe they want to sleep with him, but that's their business. The reality is that the working people of this country are being used by both wings of the establishment. And that's what we're going to talk about. And as we end this year, as Christmas approaches, we're also going to talk about the spirit of the message of Christ. Christ's message was not about th throwing pearls to swine, but it was Really, Christ's message was recognizing that there are two wings of the establishment. While on this earth, from my understanding, from what I've studied, Christ not only went after the establishment of the Romans, but more importantly, went after the not-so-obvious establishment of the Sadducees and the Pharisees. The establishment and the not-so-obvious establishment. In fact, if anything, he was probably more virulent in exposing the not-so-obvious establishment. And there's some great lessons to learn. Our movement for truth, freedom, and health is based on recognizing that we need to build a bottoms-up movement. But that movement cannot be built until, A, you get educated on the science of systems. And this is no movement is going to get built. No significant change is going to occur unless we build that movement. Just as for many, many centuries, people thought no one could fly, 
until people built the principles or discovered the principles of Bernoulli's principle. No one thought we could probably ever have electricity until Maxwell's equations were revealed. And our movement has revealed the system science principles of something even more profound than all of those is how do we overcome the forces of power, profit and control, slavery to freedom, to truth, freedom and health. Because it has been said over and over again, well, this is just the way people are. This is human nature. We're never gonna be able to solve those forces. You just have to accept it. So because of that brainwashing, we keep accepting clowns to lead us. And we keep looking to clowns. And we'll talk about the clowns. Donald Trump is not running the military and the government of the United States. Those of you who think that, then you're essentially wanting to be part of a clown show. And if that's what you wanna be, please go do that. But that set of thinking is what is used to enslave working people. And we are essentially in a enslavement model in the whole world right now, working people. So before I get into the details of this analysis I'm gonna give you, which is to arm you really, but just to educate you, I wanna play the core video we play. And I want all of you to, for your own selves, give a gift of truth, freedom, and health, learn the science of systems. And it is this science, it is this movement that is the only force on this planet against the forces of the left and the right. And it's the only force that can go beyond left and right for working people to unite for truth, freedom, and health. John, can you kindly play that video, please? Hello, this is Dr. Shiva. We have allowed our country to be taken over from within. And the end goal is you will have a homogenized world where we will become slaves because there is a condition among the elites that really thinks they're better than you, deep down inside them, that you don't deserve the freedoms you have. They don't. This reality is what people need to wake up to. And we need to all unite working people. There's only one movement that can do that. And that is the movement that we started creating here in Massachusetts, the movement for truth, freedom, and health. Look, I've been a student of politics since I was a four-year-old kid, studying revolutionary movements, left-wing, right-wing. There's a physics, there's a nuclear science to destroying the establishment. To build a bridge, you need to understand Newton's equation. You need to understand the laws of gravity. You need to understand Poisson's ratio. There is a way to build a revolution. And that's why I put this together. My goal is to train a army of truth, freedom, and health leaders we don't need followers like social media, we need leaders, but they, they need training because the educational system does not teach them history, nothing. So in three hours, that's what I've started doing. That's the solution. Wow. We gotta train people. First with understanding what a system is. The second is understanding the interconnection between truth, freedom, and health. Freedom is the ability to move freely, communicate freely, right? Talk freely. Without freedom, you cannot convert ideas, hypothesis into truth which is science. And without freedom, you can't really get to truth. And without truth, you make up fake problems and fake solutions, which means you destroy our health. And without health, which is the infrastructure of us and our body, you can't fight for freedom. Third concept is it has to be bottoms up, working people, people who work uniting. And what the right wing has done is whenever you say working people unite, that must be communist. Meanwhile, they've let the Democrats run unions, which suppress workers, completely corrupt. But when you look at the arc of American history, it's been when working people came up. We need to go local. Every solution I'm coming up with is a part of this movement. We're giving the science, which is the truth, and then we tell people what they can do on the ground. Like with election fraud, 
You don't need to wait for some lawyer. Our goal is to train people, Dave, to go local, to go local, to go local, fight locally. Forget lawyers, forget politicians, forget celebrities. You've got to learn politics, and there is a science to it. They lock us down, we should be ready to shut them down. And the fourth part of this principle is a not-so-obvious establishment. So when you look at a system, there's always something that disturbs you from getting to your goal. Well, the biggest disturbance is a not-so-obvious establishment, which are those people who claim they're for you, on the left and the right, the Al Sharptons who tell black people I'm for you, the Tucker Carlsons. Do you think any true anti-establishment person will ever be on Fox or CNN? I don't think so. They both mislead working people back into the establishment. Without this solid understanding of political physics and theory, you're screwed. You're going to follow on the, the left wing, Bernie Sanders, oh, he said something, or Robert Kennedy, scumbags. Or you're going to follow, you know, some right wing talk show host. They're not going to lead us to liberation. It's us. And that political physics, it's a nuclear science of change. Bottoms up. We have to organize to understand that there is people who talk a good game and then look at what they actually do, left and right. I'm sorry, Sean Hannity may say some good things, but I don't see the urgency in his voice to get something done. And it can only come when you weaponize yourself with the right knowledge. You need to be able to identify a rat. You know, Christ didn't go after the Romans, right? It was the Pharisees and the Sadducees who screwed him up. His own, quote unquote, people. And that's where we're at. So these four concepts I've built into a curriculum. People can go to bashiva.com and it's an educational program. We need to train people in political theory. You need to have physics. And I've created that curriculum. People need to get educated. We need to get educated fast. And within a half an hour, an hour, I can teach people two years of MIT control systems. I teach people those concepts. Then I apply it. Anyone can understand it. And then you say, oh, I got to build a bottoms up movement. They have to get politically astute and then they have to go locally and act, not sit there on social media. They have to act locally, defy locally, do civil obedience locally, but with knowledge on how to build a movement. And the Senate campaigns expanded to the movement for truth, freedom and health, and they can find it on V as in Victor A. Shiva, vashiva.com. So people can sign in, they can get access to a bunch of videos. If they want to take a course and become a truth, freedom and health leader, I offer a full scholarship there. But we want people to make a commitment that they'll study, that they'll get certified, that they'll go do activities on the ground. So go to VA Shiva, Victory America Shiva, VAShiva.com. All right, everyone, let's start, okay? Really looking at the fact that less than 24 hours ago, um, you had a wonderful, beautiful uh, uh, exchange of appreciation and love and kindness. And we're all one big family between Trump and Biden. And basically Biden thanked Trump for saying that, you know, it was great that he did Operation Warp Speed. And um, uh, Trump essentially, uh, you know, thanked Biden for thanking him, okay? So it's one big love fest. But what we need to understand is that when you look at what just took place the last 24 hours, it connects the dots between the analysis that I've been offering for over a year right now. And as many of you know, that since the age of 17 till the age of whatever, 56, right? 
2016, right? That's what, five years ago, right? When did Trump run? 2016, 2016 sorry. Uh, since 53, I never voted for any politician, although I've been a citizen of this uh, great country. I never voted because by the time I was 17 or 18 or 19, because of understanding the science of systems, because of understanding political history, I had figured out that both wings of the political establishment were one. And one of the biggest lessons I learned was when I, in 1984, I saw Ronald Reagan running, the Republican, against a guy called Walter Mondale, the establishment Democrat. And there was another guy called Jesse Jackson, who was running, later became what was known as a reform party with Donald Trump and others. But at that time, it was called the Rainbow Party. And Jesse Jackson spoke a good, you know, game, you know, that he was going to bring together people to fight the establishment, et cetera. And at the last minute on the floor of the Democratic Convention, and we, you know, I was, I had just come to MIT, so I was starting to learn politics. And we thought, wow, Jesse Jackson's anti-establishment. But at the last minute, he gives all of his entire movement, his votes to a gentleman called Walter Mondale. He, and he, quotes the lesser of two evils, the lesser of two evils. So here was Jesse Jackson corralling all the masses who thought that he was their savior and he brought them right into the wing of the Democrat establishment, okay? And that's when I broke from both parties because I was reasonably trained enough because I'd been very interested in politics since I was a kid because of the fact I grew up in a caste system, because I wanted to understand the world, that I realized that not only was the two wings of the establishment, you have a bird, and the bird has the left shoulder and the right shoulder. So today you can think about that left shoulder as the, you know, as the Kennedys and the McConnells, I'm, I'm sorry, and the Clintons and the Obamas, and the right shoulder of the establishment as the McCains, the former McCain or the Romneys and, and the McConnells. Those we see as the obvious establishment, but the bird doesn't just have shoulders, it's got the wings, right? That it needs to move. In the case of the left, they have the Bernie Sanders and the AOCs and the RFK Kennedy fa factor. And on the right, they have other interesting people, but Donald Trump is the wing of that right wing establishment where they move the wings to create theater to create noise, to flap their wings, to create all this tornado. So you are, if you are not conscious and you're not aware of this dynamic, will be brought into this tornado and invariably you'll be brought, brought into one wing or the other and ultimately corralled up to the establishment. This is what we teach in our course because there's a dynamics to it and the science of systems will teach you this so you won't get fooled. So I never voted, but in, 2016, when Donald Trump ran, he had certain rhetoric. And there was a point that he was slamming both Republicans and Democrats, sort of what Jesse Jackson was doing. And so I never voted in my life. I registered as an independent and voted for him. And in fact, I decided to run for office. And I initially recognized that the Republican Party in Massachusetts never wanted a serious candidate they were about a controlled opposition because it, the Massachusetts GOP and the, and the Democrats worked together. So they didn't surely want a real candidate. So I ran as an independent against a buffoon called Elizabeth Warren and we ran an amazing campaign 
uh, which, which was the slogan was only the real Indian can defeat the fake Indian. Uh, it was an awesome campaign, but Donald Trump never once endorsed our campaign, even though we're the ones who forced Elizabeth Warren to take the DNA test. Not Donald Trump, not Donald Trump Jr. It was our campaign, our movement. And in 2020, as many of you know, I decided to run as a Republican in the primary. And in September of 2020, we were headed for a landslide victory. And lo and behold, our election is stolen from us. We win in the hand counted county, all hand counted paper uh, ballot county called Franklin County by 10 points and every other county, 60, 40, 60, 40, 60, 40. And you can see my other videos on this to a candidate no one knew. And that's when I started investigating election systems integrity. We were, our movement, the slogan, as you can see in that hat, is truth, freedom, and health, transformed itself into a movement with a great brand, truth, freedom, and health, but with solid teachings, which we teach at truthfreedomandhealth.com on the science of systems. But more importantly, we also created infrastructure so people could communicate, interact, independent of big tech. And that movement started exposing the election fraud in this country. We weren't paid. We exposed what occurred in Michigan, in Arizona, et cetera. And the Trump campaign and the RNC raised over a half a billion dollars off the analysis of our movement that we did. We did it because we wanted to do what was right. But again, the RNC and the Trump campaign raised a half a billion dollars. And then what was interesting was towards the end of the Arizona audit, I was invited to participate way at the end and that audit, in all frankness, was not done as a true forensic audit. And what we've had, what we have now, using the election system integrity issue, we really have three sides to any issue. We have one side which denies the real problem exists on any issue, another side which grifts off the problem, okay, makes money off of it. And then the third side, which is our movement, which is the only movement on the force, uh, the only force on this planet right now, which wants to take a systems approach, which wants to go after the real problem and the real solution. And we have over close to 100,000 people globally now who on their own time working people who are getting it. They want to move beyond the bullshit charade of be it Trump or Biden or left or right. And beyond the QAnon nonsense, which everyone is you know, any, any of the people following this garbage are basically vic victims and feel sad for them. Okay. But let's get to Trump and Biden right now, the carrot and stick. And I want, what I want you to understand is that when you look at the arc of history and we can focus on American history, you will find out that the, that if you ever think about good cop, bad cop, the carrot and the stick, you got a donkey, you can whip the donkey or you can put a little carrot in front of it and you can try to lead the donkey around. But good cop, bad cop, carrot and stick has been historically used by those in power to get what they want. For example, if you go back to the 60s, 70s, or 80s, the Republicans were branded as a warmongers. And the Republicans were like the Democrats today. They're just avert. We want to jab the hell out of you. We want to mandate stuff for you. We're going to come after you. We're going to lock you up. We're going to lock you down, et cetera, right? That's the, so the, the, the warmongering model of the Republicans was we're just going to bomb those people over there. They would make racist comments, but very avert. We're just going to bomb the shit out of these people. 
The Democrats were a little more clever. They said, whoa, 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 don't say that stuff to the Republicans. Let's do covert operations. Let's use the carrot model. Let's not use the stick. Let's use the carrot. So one wing of the establishment in the warmonger, in the, in the, in the war model, would use the stick to try to get the Americans all hyped up with jingoism and ultranationalism to go bomb some poor people halfway around the world, whose names we didn't even know. But the Democrats would say, no, 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 that's not the way to do it. Let's manipulate their elections. Let's install dictators. You see, the carrot. The carrot and the stick is used by both wings of the establishment. So what's fascinating is in January of 20, uh, November of 2020, after all the analysis we had done for the last election, in this same room, after I did an analysis on exposing the malfeasance of the election systems in a uh, uh, state like Michigan, which went viral, I got a call from Mark Meadows. Again, that's the White House calling me. They never helped me with anything else, but because my stuff was going viral, all the Trumpers were like, oh my God, Dr. Shiva is exposing the truth. So they felt compelled to call me. And when they called me, Mark Meadows asked me, Dr. Shiva, how can we help you? And I thought he really wanted to help. Remember the White House, Chief of Staff calling me. And here I was teaching a class, again, one of our system science classes, educating working people on why we need to build a movement. I said, Mark, get me data. Get me more data and I could do more analysis. We've been doing this on our own, staying day and night. Again, no one paid us. And at that time, the Trump campaign changed their email, which was from voter fraud to election fraud. And our campaign had put out nearly 2 million flyers. We, re we led the election fraud movement. So Mark Meadows said, yeah, I'm going to get you data, Dr. Shiva. Now, remember, this is the heat. The campaign has ended. Everyone's freaking out. You would think he would move and get me data. Didn't get data Monday, didn't get Monday, Tuesday. Then I got a call from Rona McDaniel's office. They said, Dr. Shiva, how can we help you? So that's the RNC. And you have to understand to everyone out there, I put up hundreds of signs out for Trump in the cold. I also donated money to Trump. I was an avid supporter. So anyone who wants to have any critiques about my criticism that I'm about to unleash, go ask yourself if you worked as hard as I did, okay? So anyway, the RNC said, I said, please get me data. I can prove more of the election malfeasance in other states. They never gave us data. But meanwhile, they were sent, started sending out emails, two or three emails every day, cha-ching, 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 making money off our analysis. Finally, I did a tweet, which I think got 10 million views, I think 40, 30,000 retweets, where it was the first time in early November, I started questioning Trump's integrity. And I said, dear President Trump, dear Mr. Biden, I have unequivocal proof of election malfeasance. Please contact me. And I gave my phone number. Well, Eric Trump reached out to me through Twitter in a direct message. And he said, I'm concerned. I said, well, Eric, I don't think anyone's really concerned because no one's given us data. He and I had some uh, direct message conversations. He told me to call the Trump campaign's lawyer. So here, the White House has called me claiming they wanted to help. The RNC has called me. I talked to the Trump campaign, their lawyer, and he says, yeah, we have the data. 
Are you going to give it to me? They never gave us the data. So the net of it is that these guys, knowing that they had an MIT PhD who was doing work for free with his whole team who was awake day and night, who had actually exposed the real issues, while meanwhile they generated cha-ching, cha-ching, cha-ching. In fact, the Trump campaign, the RNC, made over a half a billion dollars. All right? All right. So keep that data point. The first time I got paid for anything, for doing anything, was way at the end of the Maricopa audit. I was asked to do the ballot images, and we got paid a meager, relatively 50K for an MIT PhD. It would have been, you know, 10 times that. And to everyone on the record, you know, I personally and my team has probably spent close to three to four million dollars when you add up my time and the value of it for this country and doing this analysis, never asking for any money out of this. All right. So that's the background on election systems integrity. Today, what has occurred is the fundamental issues of election system integrity are not being addressed by both wings. In fact, what has actually happened is you have a lot of Republican grifters who are making money off election systems integrity. And the real issues like in the Maricopa audit are being essentially swept under the rug because both wings of the establishment do not want to run fair elections because elections are selections. That's what they are. Elections are selections, if you really get that concept, because the politicians are fundamentally actors. Gore Vidal said, you know, the difference between Hollywood and politics is politics essentially has uglier actors. Okay. Now, what you want to really think about is my analysis as an avid supporter of Trump, as I started connecting the dots. And by the way, I've had two meetings with uh, Donald Trump over the last 60 days, and I'll share them with you. But before I go into that, I want to play a video that I put together about, I think about nine months ago, right, right, John, where I asked a question, is Trump the swamp? Because I had to start connecting all the dots. John, do you have that video ready? So I want to play you this video because you have to ask questions as a scientist, as someone who's an engineer. I want you to listen. I want John to play this video and I want you to listen to this video carefully because we're gonna ask questions. Because if you do not ask questions in life, then you never grow. John, can you play this video please? I will say this, Hillary Clinton has to go to jail, okay? She has to go to jail. I think she should be in jail for what she did with her emails. But if I win, I am going to instruct my attorney general to get a special prosecutor to look into your situation. Special prosecutor, here we come, right? It's just awfully good that someone with the temperament of Donald Trump is not in charge of the law in our country. Because you'd be in jail. Donald Trump wins the presidency. I've just received a call from Secretary Clinton. And I congratulated her and her family on a very, very hard-fought campaign. I mean, she, she fought very hard. But in a meeting today at the New Times, where reporters were live-tweeting the conversation, Mr. Trump said this when asked about prosecuting her. 
I don't want to hurt the Clintons, he said. I really don't. She went through a lot and suffered greatly in many ways. And Bill and Hillary, and they were going to Michigan. No, it's okay. No, forget it. That plays great before the election. No, we don't care, right? That plays great before the election. No, we don't care, right? That plays great before the election. No, we don't care. The end is near for most pharma companies, and this is why they're so desperate to make sure you get jabbed and poked and jabbed and poked and jabbed and poked. You're going to see why. Follow the money. Take Pfizer. In 2011, they made 65 billion in revenue. In 2020, they only made 41 billion. They lost 25 billion in revenue. Pharmaceutical companies are tanking. They're not doing well. And you can sue a pharmaceutical company. They're saying, my revenues are going down with pharmaceutical drugs, which are single molecule drugs. But this Jabines, this Jabination stuff, hey, that's pretty good. I can't get sued. It's growing at 17, 20% per year, big margins. I don't even have to do the same level of testing. Pharmaceutical drugs have to go through in vitro, then you have to do animal testing, then you have to go to phase one, phase two, phase three. But thank you to Operation Warp Speed so they could circumvent a lot of fundamental testing. Operation Warp Speed to shorten the vaccine development timeline. And I've always felt it was the most important is the vaccine. I would recommend it and I would recommend it to a lot of people that don't want to get it, and a lot of those people voted for me, frankly, but it's a great vaccine, it's a safe vaccine, and it's uh, something that works. And uh, we've been working round the clock, and what I got the FDA to do, what I got the FDA to do, what I got the FDA to do, this would have happened. This would have happened in many, many uh, years from now if, we didn't, if I didn't yes. get involved and if we did get involved. What I got the FDA to do. Now it is up to Congress to confront this egregious assault on our democracy. And after this, we're going to walk down, and I'll be there with you. We're going to walk down to the Capitol. And I'll be there with you. And I'll be there with you. And I'll be there with you. never concede it doesn't happen you don't concede when there's theft involved now congress has certified the results we will never give up we will never concede a new administration will be inaugurated on january 20th we will never give up we will never concede
My focus now turns to ensuring a smooth, orderly, and seamless transition of power. And I wanted you to see that video because from a very scientific way, I just started putting the pieces together. And that was about six months ago, seven months ago, we put that video together. And when I put that up on Facebook, um, I think we lost about 20% of our followers. Okay. I'm not an opportunist. Okay. Our movement is not our opportunism. We have to tell the truth. And that is what the noble duty of science is. So we told the truth, 25% of our followers left, which was fine because they had in some ways the TDS for anyone who even raised questions about Trump, especially someone like me who supported him, worked my butt off for him and helped him raise a half a billion dollars, okay? So anyway, um, I moved on uh, after this process. As you know, we were involved in one of the most historic lawsuits uh, in this country where we exposed the fact that it is government and big tech that work together to silence speech silently. That lawsuit became so powerful that the judge thought I just wanted to get back on Twitter. But what I had discovered in our lawsuit was it was government and big tech, which were colluding. And I was not willing to drop my other claims in that lawsuit. And I'll talk more about this. I'll probably do a whole thing to give you guys an update, including that I wanted the individual peoples in the Secretary of State's office to be held accountable. And we had discovered what was called a civil RICO conspiracy. The judge thought I would just be so happy. I'd be a little house slave just getting back, happy to get back on Twitter. But I wanted all of these people to pay for their crimes. And because I would not budge, the judge threatened me and he, and he silenced our lawsuit. He sealed it. And we'll talk more about this. But we never got any help from anyone on the left or the right. That lawsuit, I represented myself and a lot of you supported our efforts in doing that. But more recently, what happened was that I had finished up the Arizona audit. I was asked to present the audit at a congressional committee hearing. In fact, AOC is on that congressional committee hearing. At the last minute, they decided to bring someone else to do it because I think they were afraid of what I would expose. So anyway, that evening or that morning, I got a call from President Trump's office or former President Trump's office. And the chief press spokesperson told me, Dr. Shiva, is there anything we can do to help you? Because they thought I was about to present. And I said, you know, I'm not going to present. But the night before, I was very, very upset because Trump had endorsed a candidate running for governor in Massachusetts, who we call him Dirty Deal, who him and the Mass GOP are the ones who colluded against my September 2020 campaign and committed election fraud. Let me repeat that again. In November, early November of this year, Donald Trump endorsed a candidate who's a very filthy guy who colluded with Elizabeth Warren when I ran to make sure I wouldn't even get on the debate stage, even though we had every right to. That was in 2018. And the Massachusetts GOP chairman, a slob by the name of Jim Lyons, 
knowing that I may run for governor, ran to Trump and Trump, like a fool, gave this guy, Dirty Deal, the endorsement for governor, even though he's the one who committed election fraud with the GOP against our campaign. So you understand what I'm saying? The level of betrayal that I felt by Donald Trump. Here, we had fought for him. We had helped him raise a half a billion dollars through our analysis. And he went and endorsed a guy in my own home state who committed election fraud, who was part of the election fraud against us in 2020. Moreover, this fellow, Dirty Deal, he's a fool. He's a bloody fool. He's a failed sign salesman. And the Massachusetts GOP, which claims the Republicans claim they want to support you know, innovation and people pulling themselves up by their bootstraps, but they're a bunch of racists. They, the thought of a dark-skinned Indian guy, a highly educated guy, being a Republican governor scares the shit out of them because they're in collusion with the Democrats. Again, the establishment is one. Now, this guy that Trump endorsed less than 90 days ago had given an interview where he said there is no election fraud and Donald Trump should stop crying over spilt milk. Let me repeat this again. Less than 90 days ago, this fellow said that Donald Trump should stop crying over spilt milk and there's no election fraud. And for a year, he's been denying election fraud. And that is who Donald Trump endorsed. And I want to play you the video of this fool that Donald Trump endorsed that was put out by an organization called New England for Trump. Again, hardworking people in Massachusetts and the New England area who supported Donald Trump. Uh, a friend, uh, a guy that we know, Frank Licata, must have put up tens of thousands of signs for Donald Trump. And now it's called New England, formerly for Trump. John, play that video. And this video will show you the fool that Trump endorsed 90 days ago. Go ahead, John. He says he won the election. It was stolen. He says he won the election. He says he won the election. Is he right? No, no, no. Look, those states, obviously, they've got to clear, sort out if they had any problems with voting. But uh, look, I don't think it was a stolen election. I don't think it was a stolen election. I don't think it was a stolen election. I just think that, again, at this point, we need to move forward. Stop crying over spilled milk. Stop crying over spilled milk. Stop crying over spilled milk. Several months later, President Donald J. Trump endorsement of Jeff Deal. Jeff is strong on election integrity. I don't think it was a stolen election. What the f So I hope that gives you this contradiction, you see? So here is our movement, which has fought, which did the analysis to show elections systems failures. This fool who, who denies there's election systems issues, 90 days ago, Donald Trump endorses him. So I hope you're getting this. Now, to those of you who want to, take some notes, just remember this, Clinton got off scot-free. There was no special prosecutor assigned. Write that down. 
and put it on your anytime you think. And again, look, I met with Donald Trump. Donald Trump, after that video, after he endorsed this guy, when their spokesperson called me, I was furious. I had probably an hour and a half, probably every other word I said was expletives to them. And I said, what the fuck are you doing supporting this guy? Why the fuck are you endorsing them? You guys raised a half a billion dollars off our work. What happened to that money? You need to rescind that endorsement. I was furious. After I shared that with this individual, who's the chief spokesperson for Trump, she was frankly very sympathetic. And she said, I don't know how he does these endorsements. You know, there's no rhyme or reason. Anyway, I said, well, I said, the reality is that where I'm at right now, I feel this whole thing is bullshit. So anyway, a few hours later, I got an email from Donald Trump's office inviting me to Mar-a-Lago to have a meeting. That evening, many of our volunteers from Truth, Freedom and Health and our movement who had put their lives, 3,000 volunteers were on the ground, who are the ones, we know we won that election in September, 2020. We had a big meeting. Uh, hundreds of volunteers were on a call with us and they were furious with Trump. He stabbed us in the back. So I had my plane tickets booked. I was supposed to go to Mar-a-Lago th that evening and we decided not to go. And I don't, I think there's very, very few people who've been invited to Mar-a-Lago who decide not to go. Everyone wants to suck up to Trump or suck up to Hollywood people and celebrities, but that's not who I am. And that's not what our movement is about. So we send a very respectful letter to Trump saying, I'm sorry, uh, we thank you for your invitation, but we cannot go, particularly in light of the fact that you endorse a, 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 a guy who was part of election fraud. And we sent him that video. And they, the assistant thanked us for it. And several of my friends, some of you who are on here, who have now broken away, were like, wait a minute, Shiva, Trump was this and he had to do this. You know, he was playing ninth dimensional chess. You and him could get along. You know, please go talk to him. So a bunch of people begged me. Um, so I wrote a follow-up letter and I said, um, look, you know, uh, what you did was reprehensible by supporting somebody. It was betrayal. But if you're interested in election systems integrity, I'm here to have a conversation with you. I was down in Florida and this was in October. I got another in invitation to go and I did go. And I had about a two hour meeting in a small office with Michelle, my significant other. And I left that two hour meeting recognizing that Trump was seemed like a very nice guy. In fact, I left that meeting with great sadness because he seemed very ignorant. He seemed, frankly, he didn't have really anyone around him who knew anything of depth what was going on. Now that could have been an act and it may have been an act, but the part of me which feels great compassion felt sad for him. We talked about many issues. He wanted me to give him some help on writing a speech on climate change. We talked about MIT and he tried to defend himself again on why he endorsed this fool. And he really couldn't. He knew what he had done was ridiculous. Subsequent to that, I had a second meeting. And, and prior to that second meeting, I said, look, I said, I'm coming to you with, with a very, and by the way, in the first meeting, President Trump or Trump, former President Trump asked me, what do you want from me? He must have asked me that like 10 or 20 times. And I didn't really want anything. I didn't even ask him to rescind the thing anymore. 
I was there to really understand face-to-face -face what this other human being was about. The second meeting I had with him, I did want him to pony up. I wanted him to support our election systems integrity institute. He'd raised half a billion or more. And I said, take at least one or 2% of that or 3% and donate it to our institute so we could have a serious scientific institute. He didn't want to give us anything. In fact, he diverted us to someone else and they've never followed up. And that was it. So I've washed my hands clean of that. But today or yesterday, when all of you saw that he is essentially verbally hugging with Biden and essentially saying, yes, you know, everyone should be jabinated. Okay. And I want to read this headline from you from the, the, um, uh, from the, um, which one is this here? Yeah. I want to read this headline from the uh, New York Post. Here it is. And um, it'll give you an insight into what's really going on here. Okay. And this article here, right here, says Trump very appreciative Biden's praise for Operation Warp Speed. It's just yesterday. Okay. And in this article, you should read it because it says, Former President Trump was very appreciative and surprised that President Biden publicly credited the administration's role in helping quickly deliver the COVID-19 vaccine. Okay. And it gives a quote what Biden said, thanks to the prior administration, our scientific community, America was one of the first countries to get the vaccine. And there's Trump behind the big Operation Warp Speed. But this is what's most important that everyone needs to hear. He goes, I'm very appreciative of that. I was surprised to hear it. That's what Trump told Fox News. I think it was a terrific thing and it makes a lot of people happy, really. Now, this is what he says at the end of it in the interview to Fox. He says, a former president told Fox News that Americans need to embrace the vaccine. Americans need to embrace the vaccine. And he said, Trump also said tone and trust are key factors in getting Americans vaccinated, not mandates. I want everyone to just read that. The tone and trust are factors in getting Americans vaccinated, not mandates. So what is Trump really saying? Well, let's unpack this. And what is Biden really saying? It goes back to my earlier point on the carrot and the stick. You see, this time, just like the Republicans just wanted to be the warmongers going and bombing people, right? Wherever in countries. And the Democrats will tell them how to be more of a carrot approach. The Democrats here now basically are telling people we want to go get jabbed. We want you to get jabbed. We're going to impose mandates, et cetera. Right. And by the way, vaccine mandates have existed for a long time. So I'll expose the contradiction of Trump here also. There have been many, many vaccines which have been vaccinated. I mean, mandated during Trump's administration, separate from his other stuff. And that administration didn't do nothing to address that. But in this case, you have Biden praising Trump. And you listen to what Trump said in that Fox News interview. He said, we must change the tone. Okay? The carrot approach. So Trump's about changing the tone, carrot. Biden's about the stick. I hope you're getting this. Two wings of the same bird. One uses a carrot and the other uses a stick. But you have a lot of very dumb people saying, well, you know, Trump is not pushing the mandates. So he's a good guy. Well, this is a foolish 
excuse uh, that you're offering to him. But because if you don't have the system science approach of understanding this dynamics, if you don't understand the physics of the not so obvious establishment, you're always going to suck up to Trump. You're always going to suck up to Bobby Kennedy. And we'll talk about that scumbag Kennedy shortly, too. But if you understand the science of systems, you'll understand that the true disturbance, the true thing that comes in the way of a bottoms up movement, when we start rising up, which is what our movement about, is a not so obvious establishment. And in this case, Trump is a not so obvious establishment here. And Trump is serving the establishment by bringing the other 50% of Americans, you see the Democrats, they're, they're, they want to be, they want everyone else to be forced, but the Republicans are thinking, so Trump is saying, yeah, I got it. I'm not saying you don't need to have it, but let's change the tone. Now, in any one of Trump or Biden's rhetoric, have any one of them talked about natural immunity? Have they? John? We got John in. Has anyone answered that question? Has Donald Trump or Biden, either one of them, talked about natural immunity or about taking vitamins, about uh, supporting your health, boosting the immune system? Neither of them. They're both still vaccine oriented. You get it? And by the way, let me make it clear that Donald Trump's inauguration campaign was funded by Pfizer. So was Biden's. OK, so you got to get this clear. And anyone who wants to have no dignity for yourself and you want to you want to keep begging to Trump or you want to keep begging to one wing of the establishment parties, you should probably not even be involved in the movement for truth, freedom and health, because what it's saying is that you are not ready to fight for you. What it's saying is you do not understand the fundamental physics. And this is the same reason we didn't uh, figure out how to run an airplane or create bridges or do all the great innovations because people are living in darkness. But the truth is that Donald Trump, and he can be a nice guy. I mean, he was very nice to me. He gave me a beautiful bowl that he typically gives to heads of state, as I understand. Okay. He was very cordial. And I'm sure I'd like him as a friend. Probably many of you may like Biden or any of these people as friends. That's not the freaking issue. So don't get lost there. Many of us have many family members we like, but they're assholes when it comes down to how they treat other people and their actions. At the end of the day, nothing happened to Hillary. Did anything happen to Hillary? Was there a special prosecutor assigned? No. Did anything happen to Fauci? Nothing. And by the way, Rand Paul, another scumbag, now he's running a campaign to fire Fauci. He didn't do anything in 2020. Operation Warp Speed was pu pushed through. Meadows and Trump had the even the FDA reduce their safety testing. Even the FDA, even the corrupt FDA said we need more safety testing. That didn't get done. Lockdowns. Small businesses got locked down. I got locked down. You got locked down. Not Amazon, not Walmart. People who doubled their wealth in nine months during the pandemic. Okay, Trump printed $6.2 trillion, 50% more than Obama on the backs of our children. That's who's going to pay for it. Trump pardoned Jared Kushner's scumbag father who hired a prostitute and was convicted of blackmail of his own wife's husband. But he didn't. He had the opportunity to make history by pardoning Assange and Edward Snowden. 
That didn't happen. These are facts. Doesn't matter if I like Trump. Doesn't matter the gifts he gave me and all the praises he gave me when I met with him. The world-renowned computer scientist said, you're amazing, you're amazing. That doesn't matter. The work I do stands for itself. What does matter is the fact that Trump extended the Patriot Act. Trump is the one who created CISA, the Cybersecurity Infrastructure Security Agency, which is the one that created the domestic censorship infrastructure between government and social media, which censors every American. That was done under Trump's administration. So-called insurrectionists were locked up. Hillary Clinton wasn't locked up. People who followed Trump when he said, I will walk with you, are locked up, not Hillary Clinton. The vaccine mandates, you know, a lot of people are saying, well, Trump isn't a Trump is against mandates. Well, let me remind you guys. There are 50 to 60 vaccine mandates that existed while Trump was in office. Separate from COVID. I didn't see any of those go away. In fact, religious exemptions and medical exemptions were taken away during the Trump administration. 600 billionaires, 0.01% of people double their wealth. 600 billionaires. More importantly, you know, when I finally did ask Trump for something, which is fund an institute so we could actually hire some amazing people, actually pay them. And we asked for a little meager sum of money. When Trump raised a half a billion dollars, he gave us, you know how much? Zero. Absolutely zero. And you raised that money off your work. And, and Trump raised that money off of my work. People know here that I got very little sleep and our team did day and night, busting our chops, doing all this analysis and the RNC, Save America and the Trump and, and the Trump campaign raised money off of my work. And when we said, look, there's a Harvard Belfer Institute, they get funded. There's a Stanford Institute. There's MIT. We're going to put together small to really go after election systems integrity. Nada. Zero. And when people say, well, Trump didn't make any money, he gave his life, da, 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 da. We don't know. We never seen Trump's tax returns, have we, John? We don't know how his income actually was. But more importantly, Jared and what's her name? Ivanka have done quite well. You can go look at how much money they have made. So let's get, let's stop giving excuses to people. No one gives you excuse if you do your work bad. But I've talked about Trump. Let's talk about Biden, another scumbag, Okay. Let's look at Biden's record. Biden said he finished at the top of his law school class. Top. He said I, top 50%. What? He actually finished at the bottom 50%. He was 76 out of 85. Okay. He said he graduated with three degrees. The truth is Trump only graduated. I'm sorry. Biden only graduated with one degree. Biden claimed he didn't know anything about his son's business dealings. Bullshit. Trump said his family worked in the Northeast coal mines. They used Biden, to go, Biden, Biden said, sorry, Biden claimed he didn't know anything about his son's business dealings. Biden said that his family worked for 12 hours underground in the Northeast coal mines. Absolutely nonsense. His family tree shows that no one ever worked underground. Biden claims he was a professor. He gave a few lectures at the University of Pennsylvania. Biden says he visited Afghanistan to honor a heroic naval officer. Absolute lie. Biden said he was arrested 
in the 1970s for trying to help uh, when he visited Nelson Mandela in prison. <laughs> Absolute bullshit. Biden says he was a great civil rights activist. He was a racist, actually. And he was a co-sponsor of the Endangered Species Act. Absolutely false. What this reveals is you just have two actors, ladies and gentlemen, and elections are selections. And it's time for you to recognize that our movement has fought for you and we will continue to fight. But the movement is not about me staying awake day and night, doing these videos, educating you. It's about now you fighting for you. It's not about Q, it's about you. This movement is not about Q, it's about you. I'll repeat that. This movement is not about Q bullshit, it's about you. And our movement has created the tools for you, for those of you who actually want to break from the wings of the establishment and actually get truth, freedom, and health. And if you want to do that, I've created the infrastructure for you. Number one, you get the education. Because without the understanding of system science, you can't fight these guys. Because the elites that control these two puppets, be it Trump or Biden, that's what they are. They're actors. They're actors, guys. They don't really have power. In fact, they could be nice guys. So that's where people get lost. They get lost in the personality of Trump. They get lost in the personality of Biden. Understand that the puppet strings go very deep and they have the same master. And if you can really understand this, and if you can't, go to truthfreedomandhealth.com. Number one, understand the science of systems. That'll give you the nuclear physics to understand what's going on. Number two, we've dedicated our lives to creating an online secure infrastructure independent of big tech so you can build community among other truth, freedom, and health warriors that are getting it. They want to raise their consciousness. Number three, we give you ways to get become an activist. We teach you how you can become a leader through the tools of technology, I mean, through the education, through the technology that's independent of big tech, and through activism. John, can you play the video? And I'll come right back to summarize. But these are the tools that our movement has created for you. And the way you support you is, please take advantage of this. This is not like tens of thousands of dollars in MIT education. I've made it accessible so everyone can, if you're serious, go beyond left and right and build this bottoms up movement. John? Hello, this is Dr. Shiva Ayadure. Welcome to VA Shiva, the platform of education, technology, and activism, so you may raise your consciousness to win the truth, freedom, and health you need to create the future you deserve. The VA Shiva platform provides its truth, freedom, health warrior scholars the following three capabilities. Number one, an ultimate education that is based on the science of systems. Number two, technologies to empower you to take charge of your health, as well as social media tools, independent of big tech, so you can connect with other incredible truth, freedom, health warrior scholars equally dedicated like you to winning truth, freedom, and health. Three, instruments for activism so you become a beacon of light in your online and offline community to educate others, growth, and advancement. VA Shiva provides you the foundations of the science of systems, the ultimate education. The science of systems provides you the missing fundamental scientific knowledge to understand every system in and around you. The science of systems will enable you to uncover the real problem and real solution in any situation and on any issue. Concerning the educational component, first you will receive direct access 
access to me to learn the science of systems in my three-hour live private online group class that I run every week. Second, you will have access to archived lectures so you can continue your education independent of me. Third, you can test your proficiency in learning the fundamental principles and get a formal certification for the foundations of systems. Independent of this classroom education, you will receive also four important books. The first book is the best-selling classic Systems and Revolution from which you can learn all of these concepts and more. The second book is The Science of Everything that will educate you on how the science of systems is the foundational knowledge of every system in the universe. The third book, Your Body, Your System, focuses on how to understand the interplay of these systems within your own body. And then the fourth book, Your System, Your Life, will help you apply these principles to other aspects of your life, such as running a business, understanding relationships, and more. Beyond the curriculum and books, the second capability is the technologies that you will be afforded. One of them is a powerful Your Body, Your System software, which is an online laboratory where you can use your body as a system to further deepen your understanding of the science of systems. The tool allows you to understand what kind of system you are. Is your system on course or is it off course? And how the inputs of food, supplements, herbs, activities such as sleep, yoga, meditation, exercise can affect your body to bring it back on course. Finally, to support your education, I've also included a seminal scientific paper that I wrote which will help you understand that the knowledge of systems it does not only originate in the modern world starting in the 1920s and 30s, but it actually dates back 10 to 20,000 years and intersects directly with the foundations of Eastern systems of medicine. In addition to this, you will also get two scientific papers sharing how the science of systems can also be used to apply to understanding how food is medicine. One paper exposes turmeric from the molecular systems level and how it affects your body. The other paper explores ginger and how that affects your body. That's just the educational piece. As you raise your consciousness through this education, you will likely want to connect with other Truth Freedom Health Warrior Scholars in an environment where you can connect and build community. To support that, I've also created two powerful social media tools. One of them is the VA Shiva Forum. Here you can start discussions, you can pose questions and meet others and have healthy debates. The other is VA Shiva Social, where you can create your own profile, your own presence, like other major social media tools. However, it is independent of big tech. You can use VA Shiva Social to interconnect with your fellow Truth Freedom Health Warrior scholars and build community. Beyond the education capability and the social media capability, the platform also enables you to take action by disseminating your knowledge on the ground and into your local online and offline communities. Powerful educational cards and research are included so you can pass these cards to your friends and neighbors that provide them summarized content which further directs them to online research and education. In addition to this, the activism component also provides you many, many short one-minute educational video content, memes and text, allowing you to quickly craft messages for your Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, TikTok and other pages so you can deliver content to educate others and drive them to longer educational posts on VA Shiva. VA Shiva is fundamentally an enabling platform for you to get the truth, freedom and health you deserve through education, technology and activism. I hope you become a truth, freedom and health warrior scholar today. Thank you. So I, I, I have spent the last about hour talking about one wing of the establishment, in this case, the Trump wing, which has really been taking advantage of working people. When I went through the faction, you should review the video to essentially uh, support the establishment wing, which is right now the Biden wing. But let's also go to the left, the other wing of the establishment, a scumbag. And that's what he is, Robert Kennedy. I was the first to really uh, 
I gave I gave this guy a shot. You know, many of you know I've been an activist for years. And in the medical freedom movement, Robert Kennedy has been sitting on this movement. You know, the Children's Defense Fund makes money off taking advantage of people. But, you know, if you look at his new book, it's literally stuff that's literally taken from my lawsuit and stuff taken from when we exposed Fauci. He sat on it for a while. Watch way with the which way the wind blow. But let me just first of all, I'm going to play you a video because a lot of people need to recognize the history of the Kennedys. So in 1962, the National Vaccination Act was signed by Robert, by John Kennedy. And at that time, John Kennedy signed the National Vaccination Act, which created the elements of the CDC to essentially start mandating vaccines. Okay. And that was done based on a 1915 understanding of the immune system. So you could give John Kennedy a little bit of an excuse. But nearly 23 years later, 1986, when people are starting to get injuries and uh, people are filing lawsuits against the big pharma vaccine companies, his brother, Ted Kennedy, with Orrin Hatch and others, filed a bill to not get rid of these mandates, even at that time, but actually to create the National Vaccine Injury Program, which basically shielded vaccine manufacturers from ever being sued in court. They actually had to go to a separate court called a vaccine court. Quite amazing. That's what that bill did. And it was hidden in another bill. And that's how they got it through. So the Kennedys then protected protected the big vaccine manufacturers. Then this fool Robert Kennedy comes down, okay, who's never really accomplished anything, except learned a little bit here and there. You know, he uh, had all sorts of drug problems and issues. And, he, uh, you know, he had... Uh, uh, his, his temperament was such that they said, okay, why don't you go help the environment, some water keepers organization. Then he went over here, got involved in quote unquote vaccines. But the end of it is his whole motive was we'll do backroom negotiations to get quote unquote safe vaccines. Still never really going at the heart of the issue. And when I got into the activism part of this movement in New Jersey, the beginning of last year, I noticed that wherever Kennedy went, he was losing. He was a freaking loser. He was against people mobilizing bottoms up movements. And in fact, he was about negotiating with backroom deals. But what many of these very white, liberal, wealthy mothers who are supporting Kennedy didn't realize, or maybe they did, but they're so enamored by the Kennedys. This is one of the bullshit of this celebrity worship. They didn't bother to do their homework. Robert Kennedy endorsed Hillary Clinton three times, three times, not only 2007, eight, but also in 2016, when she openly said, I am for pro-vaccine mandates, Robert Kennedy Jr. Now, if you don't, and when I expose this, Kennedy did the most defamatory remark saying that I'm a vaccine manufacturer. I'm in bed with Bill Gates because I buy Microsoft software, complete fool. So we built a site which I'm going to take you to now, and everyone should go to this, called rfkexposed.com, okay? And the fool didn't expect me to do the homework, and here it is, and we exposed this fool. And I want to begin by playing this video for anyone who thinks Kennedy is, quote-unquote, truly for, you know, uh, your health. This is Kennedy's official statement on vaccines. Listen carefully. 
Minister Farrakhan has asked me to address the issue of vaccines and African-American and vaccine safety. I want to start out by saying this, and I want to say it emphatically. I am pro-vaccine. I, I have always been fiercely pro-vaccine. I had all six of my children vaccinated, and I believe that we ought to have policies that encourage full vaccination for all Americans. So that's Robert Kennedy telling it to you black and white, okay? That he is pro-vaccine, emphatically pro-vaccine, and there, and uh, let me, uh, should I play it again? Farrakhan has asked me. Let me play it again for everyone. Here you go. Minister Farrakhan has asked me to address the issue of vaccines and African-American and vaccine safety. I, I want to start, start out by, by saying this, and I want to say it emphatically. I am pro-vaccine. I am, I have always been fiercely pro-vaccine. I had all six of my children vaccinated, and I believe that we ought to have policies that encourage full vaccination for all Americans. Okay, so, and people said, say, well, you're taking it out of, no, that's what he said. Take, that's exactly what he said, okay? So this is a shtick. Look, I've been out in Hollywood. All of these Hollywood people, they always want to have, if, they're, if they don't have a career here, Robert Kennedy Jr. has no other career. He's not a great lawyer. He couldn't do it in politics because of all the skeletons he has. So this is a shtick. So they have their martinis in Malibu and they say, oh, Bobby's about, uh, you know, he fights, uh, you know, whatever. Right. That's their shtick. So you got to understand that it's theater. Now, just less than a week ago, after he puts out his book, apparently attacking Fauci, you see, they create this pro-vax, anti-vax dialectic. We find out this occurs. OK, in his own home, he has a party and. And he invites people to his home, but guess what? Everyone's got to be vaccinated, okay? Or they have to get uh, their test done, okay? And this went out in the invitation that went out. Now, after people started, and by the way, what's fascinating is none of these fools who give him his money, they surely didn't want this out there. And you have to understand something. Those of you who have been in Hollywood need to understand something. The entire Hollywood community in Malibu and the union, the Screen Actors Guild Union is all for jabbing every worker without their rights on the sets. Okay? That means either you work on your set and you get jabbed or get the hell off. So Malibu, his wife and, and Mr. Kennedy are all friends with all their people. They all sleep together. They all go to Nobu. They all hang out together. I know these guys. And you don't, perhaps you can't appreciate this, but they're all one club. So that's why they have these contradictions. It is a shtick for them. It is not real. Trump is really not, doesn't really want to fight election systems integrity. Bobby Kennedy really doesn't want real medical freedom. You heard him. I vaccinated all my kids. And so his response when people started saying, hey, why do you want people coming to your own house to be vaccinated? Right? Right. One rule for them and another rule for us. And this is what then he changes his tune. So they put out, they have their press people scrambling and they put out this news notice. Okay. Guess what? Guess who he blames? Like the Kennedys always blame women, right? He blames his wife. Okay, it's my wife's fault. Okay, anti-vaxxer Robert Kennedy blames 
his curb for enthusiasm, um, uh, a wife, Cheryl Hines for ordering guests attending holiday party at his California home, right? Very, very convenient. And I'm sure this was all mapped out, okay? This wasn't something that was accidental. These people are very clever. They want their friends. They want their cake and eat it too. Now, to all the foolish people out there who still want to make excuses after they've heard all this, and these are some of the excuses that our team put together here. Um, for Trump, for example, if he has friends with the elites, why would they attack him so viciously? Don't you get it? It's theater, guys. Let me tell you something. If the establishment really doesn't like somebody, you know what they do? They don't give him any press. Our movement in Massachusetts, our historic campaign, 3,000 volunteers, 10,000 bumper stickers, 20,000 lawn signs. No one covers. If you're really an enemy of the establishment, they're not going to give you coverage. But Trump gets coverage every day. That's how you know that he's really not the enemy of the establishment. If someone gets coverage in the establishment press over and over and over again, lots of it, okay, and they want to create the dialectic, they may give me one time some press because they have to, because thousands showed up at an event. But by and large, the attack and the dialectic, and that's why you need to understand this system's approach, is because it's theater. Some people say, but he didn't, but did, but he didn't he do more good things and bad things? Well, you could say that about every president, right? And this comes down to this erroneous, undignified, subservient, slave-like attitude about the lesser of two evils. Let's grovel for some crumbs. I'm not into groveling for crumbs, but if you are, this movement is not the right one for you. Go join the slave movement. Not the truth from health movement. I want to be a slave for the rest of my fucking life movement. Okay? He gave us a voice. Really? The Patriot Act was signed into extension under Trump. And CISA was created under Trump, which is what now we have the complete censorship infrastructure, which our lawsuit is the one that exposed. He's fighting for us. Which us? Not for the working people. Working people got fucked in this country. Not for us. Us, if you mean some wings of the establishment or people want to be entertained. He wakes up people. You could say that about Obama woke up people. Biden wakes up people. What the hell does that mean? It means nothing. What it means is that you got some better entertainment. Okay? You guys got more entertainment to watch this stuff, but that's not what the Truth, Freedom, and Health movement is about. He doesn't want mandates. He wants choice. Some people are saying that. You see, that's a carrot and stick. There have always been mandates. Under the Trump administration, there have been 20, 40, 50, perhaps even hundreds of vaccine mandates. None of them were gotten rid of. So he presided in a presidency where there were many, many vaccine mandates. Trump is still in control of the military. And everything Biden is doing is actually part of Trump's plan. And we need to trust the plan. Yeah, trust the fucking plan. And what happened over the last four years? What happened? Seriously, think about it. Lockdowns, annihilation of small businesses, people unclear what their future is, censorship, etc. Trump banned Epstein from Mar-a-Lago. Look, the latest stuff said 
in the in the latest just Lane Maxwell that he was on the airplane six times. And people said, well, he didn't go. Well, the pilot said at least one trip was made on the Lolita uh, Express down to the island. But regardless of all that, the key takeaway is these people are in the same club. By the way, Robert Kennedy was on the flight multiple times. You see, they're in the same club and you're not part of that club. So if you have the naivete to think that you're making excuses for them is going to win you favor somehow and get us liberation, it's actually very, very ignorant. Shiva, what? you're really going to like this comment. Yeah, what is the comment? <laughs> look, at, look at it, read this. Yeah. RFK's book is real good. I wouldn't diss it if it if I were you. Yeah. Yeah. What do you want to say to that? This book is, is good because he plagiarizes right. so much. The book is good because he took all the stuff from our lawsuit. He didn't say shit about Fauci in March of 2020. So if you want to go read books, if you want to watch movies, if you want to be entertained, please do not follow this movement. Don't follow me. Our movement is about building a powerful bottoms-up movement, not being suckers. He lost much money during his presidency, sacrificed for us. Really? Please show me those numbers. What I do know is his kids have done quite well, and he is raising a SPAC, which is going to do quite well. And because of our work, Save America has made about a half a billion dollars. Trump was the only president in our lifetime that didn't start new wars. Well, let me tell you what we did is we started the war against the American people. That was the biggest war that has begun. The censorship infrastructure was put in place. Lockdowns were put in place. And by the way, you know, the poor Afghani people, those weapons were left there because we want the Taliban to destroy the democratic movements. And Trump was making overtures to the Taliban and never supported the indigenous democratic movement. So look, Trump's a wonderful guy. I've met with him. He had me there for two hours, was very cordial, but it's not about him. This is about you. So get over it. I've been at these homes of some of the wealthiest people in the world, have hung out with these people, and I've ran away from all of them, okay? I've experienced them and I'm here to teach you a fundamental set of lessons, which are the fact that the, the science of system science will educate you on the fundamental understanding that we need to move beyond left and right. We need to build a bottoms up movement. Go look at the history of the 1900s. When we built those movements, when working people organized, that's when we got freedom. And we stopped doing that over the last 100 years. We've, we're basically on the verge of losing all of our freedoms. It's about freedom versus slavery. And if you want truth and if you want freedom and you want health and you're serious about it, recognize that both of these clowns, jab clowns, Trump or Biden, none of them talk about health. It's about, well, as the the article that we just read in the New York Post says, you know, we Trump is about people embracing the vaccine, doing it in a kinder, gentler way, not in a mandate. But let's just manipulate people by saying, I did it. You should do it. Biden's just about doing it overtly. OK, that's all good cop, bad cop. They're both cops. And moreover, they both serve the same master. And that's the takeaway. And a couple of days, 48 hours from Christmas, remember, 
I've studied the Bible. I've studied the, the, the life of Christ. One of the most profound things of the life of Christ was he was uncompromising. Uncompromising. So if you claim to be a Christian, if you claim to adore Christ in whatever way, and as we celebrate Christmas, let's look back at the life of Christ, which was a life of uncompromising action. He didn't compromise to the Pharisees who wanted to coddle him. He didn't compromise to the Sadducees. He obviously exposed the Romans, but it was the Pharisees and the Sadducees, a not so obvious establishment, in this case, like the Trump or the Robert F. Kennedys, who we must expose fully. The establishment is easy to understand. Any fool can do that. But if you want to understand how we build a movement for truth, freedom, and health, don't do any of this for somebody else. Do it for you. You have to understand the physics of systems. It's taken me 50 years to put that in a simplified way. I've been a street activist for many, many years. We've created activism tools, but more importantly, we've created a community of people. And it's all done on an infrastructure that has been supported by you. So go to truthfreedomhealth.com, give it as a gift for yourself, because we need to build a movement. Otherwise we're headed into utter fascism globally. And as we head to Christmas, really think about the life of Christ, his uncompromising actions. Have some dignity for yourselves. Stop sucking up to billionaires and cele celebrities who don't give a fuck about you. Thank you. Be the light.